Good morning, listeners, and welcome to Mercury, a broadcast of hope. I'm Max O'Brien, here today with Agnes Drew and Dr. Rosalind Clark, and it's day 1091 since we came back on the air. Well, ladies, any news to report? I just want to start by saying I miss Tom and Tony already. It was such a treat to have them here. They really haven't left yet. I mean, they're on their way, but you could just run out there and yell to them. You know what I mean. They were so sweet and helpful and just just a joy to be around. I know what you mean. I've not seen so many people here at one time, and everyone seemed to get along. For real. Oh, 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 and I got a couple of letters from some of the people that came in, so we might have stuff to read on the air. And was I the only one who was surprised that David from the Mennonite community came in and asked Tom and Tony to visit there next? I will admit, I did not see that coming. But it makes sense. Everyone needs help with their teeth, and Tony being able to help with electronics would be worth the trip alone. Also, we had a lot more people than I expected show up. I was able to trade for some pretty good supplies. Did you notice the cool art on the wagon? I bet William did that for them. I didn't even see him in town. I noticed you gave Dr. Tom four books, Max. Oh yeah, I gave him Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, For Whom the Bell Tolls, The Color Purple, and I think it was the third Harry Potter book. Yeah, I didn't see William either. That guy is like a freaking ninja. I agree, he probably got some dental stuff done for the artwork. That's really cool. Oh, and I also traded several other books and all the extra fish. The whole time they were here, it was like a mini festival or something. I hope we can keep them here a little longer next time. It was a pleasant change and some great conversation. Yeah, I noticed you were really chatting up with Tony. Did you warn him about the places not to go? Yes. I told him there were some weird folks about and told him they should stay away from Fiddleback Hollow He said they would still swing by the area, but make it very clear what they were about, and if they gave any indication of being hostile, that they would, uh, vamoose. Tony's words. You know, I'm starting to feel sad now. That is a good point. I actually wanted to talk about that. Did you ever wonder if being sad to see something end or someone leave was worth the joy you got in the first place? Max, that is a silly statement. Who wouldn't want to be happy, even if it made you sad? Actually, I'm going to agree with Max on this one. That is a valid question to ask. What is the trade-off after you see someone or do a thing? Dr. Clark, I'm, I'm honestly surprised to hear you take my side. Not at all. You know I'm all about evaluation and reflection. It's part of the scientific process. I also believe we can learn a lot about ourselves what we should be doing, and how things could be better in the future. Well, I didn't mean to make it so clinical, but yes, that's sort of my point. I, for one, am glad Tom and Tony came by. I'm normally glad every time we get guests when there isn't an emergency. It also reminds me of what it used to be like to live with more people around. People that it was easier to see and talk to. I get a little depressed at that. Okay, okay, I see your point. I guess I just enjoy people so much, I would always consider it worth feeling down later. As long as I know I get to see them again. I knew people that didn't want to celebrate their birthday or other holidays simply because they didn't like how it felt afterwards. Or the expectation of how it was going to feel. That can be a sign of some serious mental health issues. 
there are lots of people who avoid things like social projects or even just social gatherings because they're afraid. They could be afraid of some sort of failure or afraid of arguments or just afraid of the unknown. I know exactly what you mean. I had a few friends like that, total introverts. Actually, the term introvert doesn't necessarily line up with that. Introversion is a personality trait which is indicated by a focus on internal feelings rather than on external sources of stimulation. Introverts and extroverts are often viewed in terms of two extreme opposites, but the truth is that most people lie somewhere in the middle. Most often, even people who think of themselves as introverts still desire social interaction just with other like-minded people or other introverts. However, what I was speaking of was something debilitating. That is a topic we should absolutely discuss more. So many people need to know, especially in these times when isolation can be caused rather than picked. But I want to give it the amount of time it's due, which is to say, a lot. Agreed. Agreed. Discussing topics of self-help or even just mentioning such concerns are always good. And for the record, I totally want Tom and Tony to return. I really enjoyed their company. We're out of time now. Uh, Listeners, you are still welcome to visit, but know that Tom and Tony aren't here, but we'll come back. Um, I will say, if any of you want to write to us about social anxiety or even just feeling lonely, please feel free. We won't read anything on the air you don't want us to, but it can feel a little better just to communicate with someone. For now, we'll sign off. Um, for Mercury, a broadcast of hope, this has been Max O'Brien, Dr. Rosalind Clark, and Agnes Drew. Take care of yourselves and take care of each other.